Welcome to the Arthroscopy Association's Arthroscopy Journal Podcast. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of the Arthroscopy Association or the Arthroscopy Journal. Welcome, everyone. I'm Dr. Marty Leland from University Hospitals in Cleveland, Ohio, and co-founder of this podcast. Today, I have the honor of introducing someone who needs no introduction, Dr. John Tokish from the Mayo Clinic, Arizona. Dr. Tokish was an author of the paper, Preliminary Results of Arthroscopic Superior Capsule Reconstruction with Dermal Allograft, which was published in January 2018 in the Arthroscopy Journal. His co-authors included Dr. Denard, Dr. Brady, Dr. Adams, and Dr. Burkhart. Welcome, JT, and thanks for joining me. What can you tell me about your article that is going to hit me like a bolt of lightning? Well, thanks, Marty, for having me. I think uh, this was the collective effort of, uh, of our early experience when we did this. And uh, as you know, the, the one previous publication was by uh, Terry Mahada's work, and he actually found uh, outstanding results with ASES scores in the low to mid-90s uh, at the completion of that. Uh, he also found an extremely low structural failure rate. And so we applied this with uh, uh, the five of us uh, as we all had a pretty early adopter attitude toward this um, procedure. We're very excited about it. In terms of things that will surprise you when you read the paper uh, are a couple of things. Number one was is that we did look and evaluate our structural outcomes. And frankly, we had a higher failure rate than any of us would have liked uh, or expected. Part of the reason of this is that um, patients clinically, even with these retear rates or failure to heal rates, uh, their clinical results were actually remained quite high. And so we learned a number of things through this process uh, of, of refining and looking at our own results. So the things that we learned from this were, number one, that originally when these patches came out, we used an, we used an allograft, uh, human dermal allograft for this case. And the original ones were very thin, only a millimeter thick. Uh, since then, we've switched to the thicker, all of us, and that has helped our failure rates go down. Secondly, we were doing them early on in patients who had pretty significant arthritis, so Hamada 4s and 5s and 3s. And, and now we would say that this is a much more appropriate case for the Hamada 1s and 2s and, and maybe the occasional 3. So uh, with those, as well as the idea of extending our, uh, making sure that you've got an intact or a repairable subscap, now we found that our failure rates have come down quite a bit. So I think one of the real good lessons about that first paper was anytime you adopt a new technique, you're going to have to sort of pare it down for the uh, the correct indications. And so now that we've done that, I think our results are much more reflective of, of what Tiru has published with autographed uh, uh, graph choices. Absolutely. One of the things that really kind of struck me when I was reading the paper is that the average acromiohumeral interval originally increased by a millimeter at two weeks postoperatively, indicating that the SCR was depressing the humeral head. But then by final follow-up, it returned back to preoperative measurements. I was wondering if this could be an early indication that these surgeries are only going to have short-term improvement. Yeah, it's a good question. I think the uh, AHI is a big concern or has been a big concern for us. And in fact, those early findings of it depressing one millimeter are probably within measurement error. So I think I would say that it would be a stretch to say that it was functioning as a head depressor. If anything, I'd say that those early results would show that there's probably no difference, no head depressor effect. And and this makes sense because whenever you abduct the arm in the least bit, you're going to take tension off of it and it loses its sort of tenodesis concept. That was an early theory that we had about how this might be working. In truth, this is a difference between Mahata's work with the autograph tensor fasciae and our and others' work 
with the human dermal allograft in that we have had uh, not as good results in terms of AHI postoperatively, and that's been very concerning to me. Now, part of the reason for that is that the graft itself is, a, is again, a human dermal allograft. So the thickest graft that you can kind of come up with is right around three millimeters, three and a half millimeters at best, whereas Mihata has a, the ability to take a large graft and double it and even sometimes triple it over. And so his average graft length is closer to eight or nine millimeters. So it may be that it's just a pure mechanical function of the thickness of the graft itself. So that's the first thing. But there's also been a little bit of work that looks at the uh, stiffness construct, so how stretchy the material is. And human dermal allograft is more flexible and, and has a little bit more give, less stiff a material than is tensor fasciolata. That may play a role. So the the, the two continue to be uh, challenged and debated back and forth about what might be uh, the best choice of graft. But up to now, at least in the published literature, uh, we have not been able to show that a human dermal allograft can restore the AHI function, if you will. You know, I think that's a perfect segue to my next question. I would like to ask you about a publication you have in the pipeline with arthroscopy techniques, the Arthroscopy Journal's online video techniques journal. Your pending publication is entitled Superior Capsular Reconstruction with the Addition of an Acromial Acellular Dermal Allograft Spacer. Can you tell us about the background of why you started adding a second allograft, indications for it, and any preliminary results you have? Yeah, thank you. We're very excited to to get into ATEC with this uh, with this latest uh, technique paper, and we're very excited about it. Um, it really grew out of this frustration with seeing patients come back and seeing that AHI uh, be decreased or or not change from a preoperative uh, site. Get very concerned about that. Uh, so, you know, we have talked about lots of things, and if it's the spacer concept of having a thicker piece of tissue, then some would say, well, just double the graph that you use with a um, with an SCR. And I have done autographed SCRs, and they work very well in my hands. But with the allografts and those patients that don't want the potential morbidity of the uh, extra incision on the hip and uh, taking the tensor fasciolata graft, the allograft remains a good option. The challenge is, is we don't know when you double over that allograft if it's going to heal or if it's going to stick. So there's, as you know, a, a dermal side and an epidermal side, and the dermal side should incorporate into the tissue it touches, and the epidermal side should glide. So you're in a catch-22 by doubling the graft, right? You either uh, put dermal to dermal, in which case you worry that the that it won't heal to the cuff that you're trying to get it to heal to, the humerus, or you put it epidermal to epidermal, and then you worry that the dermal side will stick to both sides. So it's a little bit of a catch-22. So uh, I wanted a solution that would be cheap. First of all, this is an expensive procedure. And so um, we generally only use about half of the dermal allograft that comes to us. Most of us take about a 30 by 40 by 40 uh, a graft size, somewhere in that region, and that leaves about half of the graft undone, which is usually discarded. So then I got thinking about it, and I said, well, if, if, if that's the case, why don't we take that other side and try to create a thicker spacer? And so the dermal side I place up against the bottom side of the acromion, and we um, place drill holes with that, and that allows me then to put and resurface the acromion with the human dermal allograft, dermal side to the bone so that it will heal, but then the epidermal side is to the other epidermal side of the shoulder, which then allows it to glide. So uh, pretty pleased about the potential for that. And then we were able to develop a technique that allows me to tie this down directly to the bone. What that does in effect is it doubles the width of my patch. It takes it from about three and a 
half millimeters to somewhere around seven or eight millimeters. We're too early to tell in terms of early results. I've done about a half dozen of these patients now, and um, so far the post-operative uh, post-operative um, AHI actually is quite impressive. Now, we're a little early, and so we won't be able to tell for uh, three months to six-month follow-up, but at least the initial two-week and six-week data is very, very promising in terms of it coming down. From a clinical standpoint, the patients have uh, so far uniformly, knock on wood, done excellently well. And as those of you that are uh, comfortable and, and experienced with SCRs know, this is a very good pain-relieving operation, and these patients get back uh, pretty good pain relief pretty darn fast. In fact, we oftentimes have to hold them back. The challenge, of course, is if we have patients that have a significant loss of strength, and in those patients, it remains to be seen whether an SCR or an SCR plus will provide the necessary biomechanical uh, reinforcements in order to restore that strength, especially in patients with advanced gutalier changes in their infra and teres minor. Thank you so much, Dr. Tokish. His article, Preliminary Results of Arthroscopic Superior Capsule Reconstruction with Dermal Allograft, can be found in the January 2018 issue of the Arthroscopy Journal or online at www.arthroscopyjournal.org. In addition, keep an eye out for his upcoming Arthroscopy Techniques publication, Superior Capsule Reconstruction with the addition of an acromial acellular dermal allograft spacer, which, once published, can be found online at www.arthroscopytechniques.org. Thank you for joining us.